Hello everyone. My name is John and welcome to episode 12 of the Tech Leader Pro podcast. Today I'm going to explain to you why you as a leader should be very wary of something that looks too good to be true, as it really is. But before we begin, I would like to briefly mention our sponsor, 5.today, which is the ideal product to help busy tech leaders to manage their days. 5.today is a highly secure personal productivity application designed to help you manage your priorities more effectively by focusing on your five most important tasks that you need to achieve each day. Our goal is to help you keep track of all of your tasks, notes and journals in one beautifully simple place, which is highly secure via end-to-end encryption. Visit the URL 5.today to sign up for free. And now let's get to our main topic without any more interruption. There is a saying in England that I cannot find a source for, but it goes something like this. Wherever the Queen visits, it smells like wet paint. The point being that a visit from the Queen is such a big occasion that everyone works hard to make the best possible impression in advance of her visit, including giving all of the walls a fresh coat of paint. It's a really good expression that can also be applied to any leader. If everyone is striving to give you the best possible impression of things, how can you see things for how they actually are? A leader needs to learn to spot the subtle clues, the body language, the tells, anything that will allow them to see through the BS that has been presented to them. As a leader, I want to receive the facts, no matter how brutal. As a leader, I also know that people often embellish with their own opinions or deliberately obfuscate when they want to hide some bad news. So how do you, as a leader, tell them apart? That will be the topic for today's podcast. So let's begin by seeing through the BS. I tend to group report these into three categories. Firstly, those that report only good news and successes. These are the wet paint guys. Even when they mean well, they are obfuscating facts and as such are a nuisance. Secondly, those that report only the problems and the obstacles. These guys usually need to be guided to a solution. Sometimes they are junior team members, sometimes they are senior and in need of a cultural readjustment in terms of what is expected from them. Thirdly, those that report just the facts. These are your concise communicators, the straight talkers of your team. Personally, I love these guys, and you should too. They hate BS just as much as you do. A leader needs to encourage category 3 types in the team. Just give me the facts as clearly and concisely as possible. Options and opinions are also welcome, of course, but start with the facts. Otherwise, I'm going to have to parse all of these myself, and that takes time and effort. And more importantly, I might miss something, or otherwise get it wrong. A leader is not omniscient. Instead, they are trusting the team to be their eyes and ears across multiple topics. Getting to the facts is effectively cutting through the BS. Human beings are not robots so they will typically colour facts with their own interpretations and opinions, so it is important for a leader to be able to tell them apart. So we need to build a culture to encourage honesty. If a reportee is continually reporting fiction rather than fact, the leader should ask themselves why that person feels compelled to do so. Perhaps they want to make themselves look good, perhaps they want to make a rival look bad, or perhaps they are simply afraid to report the facts in case there are any implications for them. As a leader, you need to ensure that your teams feel confident in presenting the honest facts in a judgment-free environment, and it is your job to set that example. Facts can be judged and reviewed, but not the messenger. 
If a leader makes a mistake of taking punitive measures against a messenger, or rewarding those who always report success, then they will simply encourage people to tell them what they want to hear, resulting in a massive blind spot. That is a terrible mistake for a leader to make, but it does happen. I've seen it with my own eyes, and the whole team will suffer as a result. Beware of wet paint smells. To a leader, wet paint actually smells like BS, and should act as a major red flag. Now let's talk about the dark art of obfuscation. There are many forms of obfuscation from reportees. Some are more obvious than others. Let's start by looking at some of the obvious examples. Rambling, or overly verbose responses to simple questions. They are avoiding a direct answer. I wonder why. Terse, yes-no answers, with zero elaboration. This is just as painful to deal with. They don't want to be blamed for offering any opinion. They may even be afraid to do so. Changing the topic, for example, giving an answer to a question that was not asked. They are either trying to avoid a difficult topic or trying to push their agenda to the forefront. This is commonly seen from professional politicians where they are being interviewed by journalists and it is really easy to spot and very frustrating to deal with. Stalling, asking for more time to gather facts when the situation seems obvious, wanting to buy more time even when they may already know the answers. Avoiding meetings. I know this sounds really dumb, but I've seen this many times. I once had an engineer in one of my teams who took Friday off every three weeks, which just so happened to coincide with our sprint review where he was expected to present his work to everyone. He got away with it for a few months until I spotted it, which made me smile at the time, but in hindsight it was sneaky. That is the amateur hour stuff, but once you get to the pro-level obfuscation, your judgement as a leader will really be put to the test. Here are some examples of ninja-level obfuscation. Framing the topic by only offering limited options. Actually, an old boss of mine taught me this trick. The idea is to offer only two options to the leader to choose from. A terrible one that you know they will never choose, and a second option, which is really what you want the leader to do. As a leader, you need to spot the trap and burst out of the frame by demanding more options. Malicious compliance can also raise its ugly head. For example, you request information and a reportee overwhelms you with mountains of documents. Send them away to work on a summary for you, in their own words, and ensure that they own it. Pulling in others. They want to hide behind somebody else by making them the bearer of bad news. It will often be presented in a subtle way. For example, Oh, I am not the expert on that topic. I am not that close to it. Let's ask Bob. It's deflection. It's politics. And as a leader, you will learn over time how to spot it. All of these techniques, and more, add to the fog of war of leadership. And the leader needs to be able to see a clear path through that fog and lead the team through it. A healthy team has none of these behaviours. An unhealthy team is full of them and is deeply political. Now you can see why the type 3 straight talkers that we mentioned previously are so important to your team and to your mental health. And you should surround yourself with these guys and promote them to senior roles. Concise, direct communication is the end goal for everyone. Clear information drives clear decisions. Without clear information, you cannot make clear decisions. You might miss some important fact that was hidden from you because your team were too busy covering everything in brilliant white paint for you. Unless you are royalty, that is not only unnecessary, but it is downright dangerous. Beware of wet paint smells.
So let's recap what we've covered today. There's a saying in England that goes something like this, wherever the Queen visits, it smells like wet paint. As a leader, you need to be able to see the world for what it is, especially how it impacts on your team and your projects. You want to see the facts, not the fiction, no matter how brutal it is. In general, there are three types of reportees you will encounter. Firstly, those who report only good news and successes. These are the wet paint guys. Secondly, those who report only problems and obstacles. These guys usually need to be guided to a solution. And then thirdly, those that report just the facts. These are the straight talkers. The wet paint guys will use a mixture of simple and advanced obfuscation techniques to try to blow fog in your eyes. As a leader, you need to be able to spot these tricks, even the subtle ones, and stamp out this behavior in your team culture. You need to reassure the team that presenting the honest facts will be received in a non-judgmental way. The straight talkers will help you run the team and are natural candidates for leadership roles within it. Promote these guys and retain them. Concise, direct communication is the end goal for everyone. Lead by example in your own communication. And finally, without clear information, you cannot make clear decisions. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to covering the next topic in the series with you. In the interim, if you want to follow me online, you can find my blog at techleader.pro or follow me on Twitter at techleaderpro. Thanks for your time, take care and have a great week.